0: I'm mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. 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 Good evening ladies and gentlemen seven o'clock on a Saturday night and as usual that means it's time for the other podcast. I'm your host Robert Stacy McKay And
1: I'm not hello folks it's John Hoke here the other guy on the other podcast and live and direct from an exotic Valdosta, Georgia. Hi Diana how you doing?
2: Hello hello I'm doing great.
0: Yeah. You can find my good friend John Hogue's blogging at hogwash.com. Stacy
1: has been known to blog at theothermccain.com.
0: And
1: we have another blogger among us uh, at deliadvancement.com. You can find Diana's blogging. We'll get to that a mm-hmm. bit later.
0: Yeah. And uh, wow, what a week. Uh, there was. Uh, uh there was a shooting, a double shooting. Yes, killed, there was. Yeah, two people on the 11, in Valdosta, Georgia, the crime wave in Valdosta, Georgia, uh continues. Uh police in Valdosta are investigating a friday shooting that mm-hmm. left two men dead at 3:34 a.m. Mm-hmm. officers headed to an apartment in the 1100 block of Slater Street yep where they found two 20-year-old men dead from apparent gunshot wounds mhm yeah well uh, and there's no uh, they Authorities did not release the names of the men or cite possible motives for no. the incident. Three thirty-four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, the thing is that um, this is on Slater Street between um, Mary and Ann Streets, which are both. Uh, I know. Okay, I know the area, and the apartment building is a nice one, um, usually uh, full of college students. So don't ask me, I have no clue what is right. going on here.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure uh, the uh, detectives in uh, Valdosta will, will solve this uh, crime uh, soon. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like to keep up with the news down the How's the weather in Valdosta this week?
2: You know, it has been up and down and strange. On Tuesday, it's <laughs> Monday and Tuesday, it was in the 30s overnight um and never got that warm today uh yesterday and today were both in the 80s um you tell me It's spring in
0: Valdosta. Spring in Valdosta. (laughs) Sounds about right to me. Not far Mm -hmm. from Augusta, where they'll soon be having the Masters Tournament. Oh, it's almost diagonally across the state from
2: Augusta. Yeah, Yeah. and Augusta's way up
1: north of us. Oh,
0: yeah, way up north, way up
1: north. Well, yeah, Yeah. it's right up against the Savannah River. almost.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, well. I was
1: was stationed at Fort Gordon, I know.
0: Well, speaking Mm -hmm. of geography, yeah,
1: uh, what does California have against unicorns?
2: This, I cannot tell you. I mean, it's one of the few states that actually believes in them.
1: Yeah, well, and it's a well-known fact that unicorns fart rainbows and poop Skittles. And yet the California legislature has got a bill uh, in the legislature going through now that would ban Skittles. And <laughs> tamales and a lot of other candies that have that hard sugar. Uh, ca- Why? Uh, uh, because of the color, the dyes. They don't like the dye that's being there,
2: er, there. Is it red number two that they hate so much, or is it red number four?
1: I think it's two, but anyway, yeah. the point is, is that does this make any sense? They ban no. Skittles. Where no. are they going to get enough electric? trucks to haul away all the uh, unicorn droppings just from the bay area
2: we should be at, we should ask chet <laughs> that's a kurt schlichter's pet unicorn yeah,
0: california is uh, by the way i would just say i just saw an article that, that um uh, michigan is going back to the bad old days they have repealed right to work Oof! Uh, so california is is falling apart and well yeah but california
1: is almost in canada i mean not california uh michigan is almost in canada Uh which explains a lot uh, well yes and uh speaking of canada and a canadian television program (laughs) and yes that is the french version in french
0: that's terrible Say. Say.
2: And I thought it was bad in English.
0: Ils vont arriver, okay okay and the paw patrol theme Means that it's time to talk about <laughs> CNN. Uh, and the reason we we use the Paw Patrol, even the French version, don't ever do that to me again. <laughs> I mean, that was again, horrible. It, it was horrible. We, you know, however many listeners we had before you played the French version of Paw Patrol theme, we've lost them now. But meanwhile. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of dwindling audiences, Mm. uh, CNN, the network, uh, the news network whose programming gets lower ratings than the Nickelodeon (laughs) kitty cartoon, Paw Patrol. Uh, I've stacked up the headlines in uh, recent weeks, but it's been a whole month since I updated readers Mm -hmm. on the never ending woes of the perpetual last place cable network. During the month of February, CNN hit a 10-year low in its ratings. But mm. the bad news didn't stop there. The network's former rising star Don Lemon continues flailing hopelessly on CNN this morning. CNN I'm now reading from duh, 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 the New York Post. Uh CNN tapped two veteran executive producers on March 13th, to oversee Don Lamont's rating challenge and controversy marred CNN this morning. Longtime CNN producer Lauren Minch and Chris Russell, who recently was the executive producer for News Nation's own balance with Leland Fittert, will grab the reins from Eric Hall. The moves come <coughs> amid a flurry of bad publicity for Lamont. The host, infamously put his foot in his mouth last month by claiming GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley was not quote unquote in her prime.
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) His tone deaf remark was ridiculed uh, at the Oscars. Yes. Yes. By, by Michelle Yeoh in her acceptance speech, um, uh, for best actress quote this is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true and ladies don't let anybody tell you you're ever past your prime mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so so it's well, bad I mean, for liberals when you're getting yeah. made fun of at the oscars okay? oh yeah, yeah. indeed
2: well, and considering that I don't think anybody who didn't watch martial arts movies knew who Michelle Yeoh was prior to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
0: hmm Right. Uh,
2: and Actually, she was in her 40s then, I do believe.
1: Uh, well, and then she plays a wonderful role of an incredibly beautiful woman in uh, uh, Memoirs of a Geisha. Oh. Memoirs of a Geisha, oh. yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, she I... Is, I, I they Go shot ahead. her so beautifully there um michelle yo i i admire her to no end she is she is smart and she's physically am- amazingly pr- impressive as a martial artist mm. and she puts up with wire work i mean how can you i don't know anyway anyways, it doesn't matter
0: anyways well well back to the trauma <laughs> at cnn uh, when they <laughs> needed someone to fill on fill in on a primetime slot don <laughs> Lamont didn't get the call instead they picked his uh, co-host uh, he. with whom he has feuded, Caitlin Collins, got the gig. So he mansplained uh, to her. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 meanwhile, uh, uh, TMZ reports that Don Lemon has been given a final warning. One more screw up, and he's out. So you know, it's just a matter of time.
1: Is that well, kind of like double secret probation?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's basically. Double secret probation and that is our CNN update.
1: Can we use
0: uh be on the team of pubs, we'll come and save the day, Marshall, bubble, chase, riding right to my sky, yeah, they're on the way, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, if yeah, you trouble, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. no jobs too big, no pups too small, Paw Patrol, we're on a roll,
1: so here we go, Paw Patrol, wow, Paw Patrol, wow, Paw Patrol,
0: wow. Paw Patrol yeah. You should see Stacy lied to, to me. You John lied to me. He told me he didn't have the English version. I didn't John, would God. you have mercy
2: on me, please? And next time we do that, can we uh, fade out with Day and Night uh, by, by Cole Porter or something? Just just spare me. But
0: we love the Paw Patrol theme. Anyways, but speaking of. Grandkids.
2: About,
0: uh, yes, yes. But yes. Okay, St- Go ahead.
1: It's it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, Stacey, me. i just uh, enjoy the too reaction much fun. so much. Yeah. Well, look. Um, <laughs> I'm so old that uh, I have these memories that just keep going back and forth. And one of them is looking back to the 70s and being you know, being told that we only had a few more years to save ourselves from the coming ice age. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Um, we were all going to die shivering in the cold, huddling with our neighbors.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, Fallen (laughs) Angels, uh, it was a wonderful book that spun off on that. I liked that, by the way. (laughs) But uh, meanwhile, the UN is out with a new report reminding us that we only have a few years left, Mm -hmm. uh, less than a decade this time, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, uh, to keep the world from, hold on, let me check this. Oh, yeah, catastrophic climate change,
2: Uh, which I
1: think still means global warming.
2: I think so. They think it's going to get very, very warm.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, it's in the 80s in Valdosta. What do you want? Uh, But that's
2: pretty typical for early
1: spring. Come on. It's (laughs) Georgia, man, you know. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I mean, you know... But the experts. Yeah, we have all these experts telling Mm -hmm. us all these wonderful things. Uh, You had this piece about this idiot who was writing about traffic on the Baltimore Beltway, (gasps) which is something Ah! I know about. I drive it at least once a week. Yeah, you poor man.
0: Professor Paul Campos uh, is a professor at the University of Colorado, uh, a tenured law professor, no less. And he... uh, Writes at the left-wing blog Lawyers, Guns, and Money, and he had a headline this week that said, "Are drivers getting worse because Americans are getting worse?" Now, I, I, my, my older brother is a, uh, a retired truck driver, and he hates. These amateurs out there who don't know how to drive. I, I, I have a low tolerance for black, bad drivers myself, but I, I'm
1: really seriously considering the photon torpedo option on the next car. Yeah, I,
0: I know. You wish you you wish you had that option that uh, James Bond had on his. Aspen I know. Martian. Aston Martin where you know you just the machine guns come out and you can just I blow know, them I'm, I'm away.
1: Kind of, I kind of like the
0: uh, Lotus with the rockets myself. <laughs> Isn't that I, cool? Well anyway so when I saw this headline are drivers getting worse because Americans getting worse. My first thought was this might be something about the declining intelligence of <laughs> the American people. There's been some headlines <laughs> about this lately. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to mention a writer. That you're not allowed to mention Steve Saylor, mm-hmm. uh in a publication you're not supposed to read V Dare, mm-hmm. uh, where he talked about the Flynn effect, uh, the the fading of the Flynn effect, mm-hmm. and um, and some of this, the, the idea that Americans, yes, are getting worse. Well, so I'm reading that. I read the headline, but then I clicked on it, and here. I will read the whole thing. This is Paul Campos writing. Mm. This is purely impressionistic, but I've been struck by what seems, again, no data, to be a marked deterioration in driving habits, especially since the beginning of the pandemic, when traffic enforcement fell to practically nothing. For many months, I see people driving over 100 miles an hour on the highway regularly, people running red lights three seconds after they've changed, drivers conducting elaborate text conversations on their phone while purportedly navigating their vehicles (laughs) at the same time, and wildly... Aggressive driving of all kinds. Sounds like
1: downtown Boston.
0: It sounds like
2: everywhere I live. It sounds like where I live, the South Georgia carnival of bad driving.
0: (laughs) I wonder about the extent to which these changes, to the extent they're actually happening, may be a product of a more general sense of a collapse of social mores of various kinds. Basically, the MAGA... (laughs) Let your fascist freak flag fly effect spilling over into lots of areas of social wise. What's the difference all between nobody can tell me to wear a mask and nobody can tell me to not drive 30 miles over the speed limit? They're both symptoms of oppositional defiance disorder raised to the level of ideology, I suppose. Now, I read this and I go, wait, you're saying Trump? is to blame for this. Well, his post, if you will click the link and go over and look at it, um, his post led with a news item. And mm. as soon as I saw the dateline, I was like, wait a minute. Mm. <laughs> okay. you got to be kidding me here. Trump voters are to blame, huh, professor? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Here's the, here's the clip of the news item that he cited. Baltimore. Six people Mm. died when a car crashed into a work zone Wednesday afternoon on the inner loop of I-65 in Baltimore County. 695. I-695. What did I say?
2: 65. I-695. Which is a completely different place.
0: (laughs) The inner loop of I-695 in Baltimore County. According to Maryland State Police, around 12.40 p.m., a car drove in between temporary... (laughs) place Jersey walls and struck multiple construction workers before overturning Ugh. Baltimore MAGA voters with their freak flags flying in Baltimore fascist. <laughs> fascist freak flags, fascist fascist in Baltimore. And I happen to be familiar with Baltimore. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I tried this section of the Baltimore beltway at least once a week. And I can tell you that uh, moving along in the middle lane of traffic, Mm. uh, uh, 70 miles an hour uh, is too slow. uh, Yes. You'll need to get over uh, into one of the about to exit lanes in order to drive that slow. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, it's a anyways, 55 zone.
0: So. So, so here, let me read It's like you. the
2: 210.
0: <laughs> let me read you a later story with more details. Mm. Maryland mm. State Police identified the six contracted highway workers who were killed Wednesday when two cars collided on Interstate 695, causing one vehicle to flip into a construction oh. area. The construction workers were identified as Rolando Ruiz- Carlos Orlando Villatoro Escobar, yeah, uh, Jose Armando Escobar, Milan Simmons III, Milan Simmons II, and Sybil Lee DiMaggio. These six highway workers were in a construction zone on I-695 north of the Beltway, exits onto I-70 and Security Boulevard at about 12.40 mm-hmm. p.m., Wednesday, when they were struck by a gray Acura operated by Lisa Adrienne Lee, 54, of Randallstown. Police said she was attempting to change in the leftmost travel lane when she struck a Volkswagen operated by Malachi Brown, 20, of Windsor Mill, causing the Acura to lose control and flip into the work zone. I oh, watched the video. Okay, Unlike I... Paul Campos, who just has to get out his rage at Trump voters, I actually bothered to identify the drivers and watch the video. And what it appears was going on is that both of these vehicles were speeding. Uh, mm-hmm. They were approaching a slower vehicle that was in the center lane, which is where... Miss Lee was driving in her, um, Acura. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she goes to change into the far left lane. Mm-hmm. Okay. But apparently didn't check her blind spot. And she, if you know what a pit maneuver is, she basically yeah. self pitted, uh, hitting the front end of another car with the rear end of her car. It spun her out and she rolled over. It was a miracle. She survived. Oh. But, um, But anyways, a simple bit... She killed six people.
2: Oh my God. I wouldn't want to survive.
0: How horrible. Yeah. Well, anyways, a simple bit of Google searching will tell you that the population of Randallstown is 80% black and Windsor Mill, which is where Malachi Brown is from, is part of the Milford Mill community, which is 83% black and... While we don't have mug shots of these two drivers, they're probably not Trump voters.
1: Well, they wouldn't be Trump voters being from the Baltimore or Baltimore City or Baltimore County either. They wouldn't yeah.
0: dare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe Joe Biden got 62% of the vote in Baltimore County and 88% of the vote in the city of Baltimore. So if you're looking for fascist MAGA drivers running amok, you probably need to look. Elsewhere. Besides which,
2: one of the things about fascism is extreme uh, conformity. Um, right. Right. I mean, look at, or at least classically speaking.
0: Well, Hitler built the Autobahn.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, no, the, the, the you know, he talks about, uh, talks about the, oh, traffic enforcement uh, basically stopped happening when... <sighs> The um
2: pandemic
0: uh, struck Pandemic struck no, it yeah, wasn't right. the pandemic it was the it was the riots you fucking idiot.
1: Well not you, only yeah. that traffic enforcement certainly did not stop the maryland state police uh, kept it right up here oh so. yeah
0: yeah you, yeah yeah try speeding through um uh, on yep. i-70 uh, mm-hmm. sometime uh, especially through montgomery county oh my <laughs> god the voids i racked up in montgomery back when i commuted to dc and i would have to go through montgomery county it's like you know um uh, President Clinton famously campaigned on promising to put 100,000 new police on the streets of America. And I think most of them uh, were on I-70. And, and, and 270. And, and 270, uh, yeah. And I-95. Yeah, they're, they're basically in Montgomery County, uh, if you've ever been there. well, but. They, I mean, no, but, but the other thing going on here is, uh,
1: you know, it's just that it, I have seen... Uh, driving uh, skills deteriorate. Oh, yeah. Uh, but
0: In my lifetime. Uh, yeah. Well,
1: but part of this has had to do with, the, with there's been a substantial influx over the last two decades of people who grew up in places where uh, the, <laughs> uh, the law of uh, uh, right-of-way is determined by vehicle mass. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, Anybody, it doesn't in, help. John, it doesn't help that we've um, at least here in Georgia it is very hard to find a public school that offers driver's ed
1: oh well they, they, you have to take driver's ed here in Maryland now but mm-hmm. uh, it's not offered by the public schools you have to pay for yeah. one of this thing but the the, the, the the thing is is that uh, anybody who's driven in a third world country mm. I, mean, uh, I for, but basically when I was going to Mexico, I would, I would never drive. Uh, I did, I did when I was a soldier drive in, uh, uh, Saigon. And I can tell you that that driving in Saigon in a Jeep, uh, was, uh, a, a hair raising experience, uh, considering this the way the buses and trucks drove
0: Costa well, Rica, I, the Costa Rica. Uh, I,
1: give,
0: <laughs> give, give Look, I, I I'm serious. Give, give a, uh, Part of the problem, and you're talking about where where's this come from, is that mm. I grew up in the in a more or less uh, rural area. Okay, uh, you know, dirt roads and stuff like that. And uh, when we were 13 or 14 years old, you get on your dirt bike and go riding all over the place. Okay, I mean, it was illegal to ride your dirt bike on the road when you were 13 or 14, but everybody did it, and. Mm-hmm that kind of experience driving at an early age. Right. And, and, you know, when you were 15 years old, as soon as you got your learner's permit, you know, you you know, you were out on the road with your mother or whatever in this, you know, you got out and drove and um, you're, you know, on those country roads oh, yeah, fr- uh, my- where it's not congested, you could really drive. Okay.
1: Well, my father, my father learned to drive in the twenties as soon as his feet could reach the pedals on the Model mm-hmm. T. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I started learning to drive, uh, in uh, not on public roads, but uh, on, 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 on private roads and places like that when I was twelve.
2: We I'm, are not discussing how I learned to write, to drive, and where.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, well but, but, no. But, the point is, is that you don't see that with kids. They don't mm-hmm. have that. They don't have that connection. Uh, to uh, the freedom of travel that, you, that we grew up with. Right.
0: And another point I would like to make, um, a, a, another point in this, I have to bring this up. My brother, this is a pet peeve of his. When, whenever <laughs> I complain, you know, because I, I did, when I was out uh, on the campaign trail, I did a lot of cross-country driving. And I would complain about people that don't understand the left lane on the freeway. <laughs> is for passing. If you're not <laughs> passing somebody, get the fuck out of the left lane. One and-
1: of, yes, one of the joys of a trip I took uh, uh, last summer was in certain states where that that is uh, a known bit of behavior, to be able to set the cruise control on 75 or 80 miles an hour and cruise in the right lane, except about every five minutes, pull out into the left lane to pass somebody and nobody being in the left lane. Uh,
2: you know, I hate to say it, but you know, my my thing is to uh, set the cruise control. Okay, wait a second. Um, hope, hopefully no police officers are listening. <laughs> um, I have a tendency to set my, uh, my uh, cruise control to 85. And get in the left lane and stay there. And God preserve anybody who's going slower than me in the left lane.
0: <laughs> uh, as my brother, when I would complain <clears throat> about this to my brother, he he would utter as an epithet the word commuters. <laughs> that's what's wrong, commuters. Okay, listen to me. That's what's wrong with most people's driving. Mm-hmm. That their driving consists of going to work, going to the grocery store, going back to home, you know, and they, and when you, if you're commuting, okay, you're driving in rush hour traffic where it doesn't matter what lane you're in because nobody's (laughs) going anywhere. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. You know, if you're in a traffic jam, it doesn't matter which lane you're in. No. Um, and uh, this short distance, you know, go to the grocery store, go to the, the McDonald's, go to this kind of short distance local driving in the city or the suburbs, okay, does not teach good habits no. uh, uh, that are useful, uh, you know, the, the kind of habits that we were taught as children. And I was taught, I mean, like, for instance, the red light, Right the red light. Okay. Mm -hmm. You come up to the red light. It turns green. You, you know, if there's a line of cars there and if you're turning left and there's no left turn signal, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. You come up, if there's no, you, you pull halfway into the intersection so that when it goes to yellow, then you you take your left hand, which is
1: illegal in some States. illegal that's
0: because you constantly get t-boned hey
2: guys should we like just just all say together get off my lawn
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah basically they- ride the bus
0: okay Well, about 30% of the population that's out there driving no. needs to have their driver's license revoked and their issued lap, lifetime bus pass actually they should
2: just put it back in the box of Cracker Jacks as Rod says
1: well actually <laughs> what's really scary is they just <laughs> renewed my driver's license until I'm 83
2: oh Okay, not- okay, guys, in chorus, one, two, three. Get, Get off, off my, my lawn. lawn. <laughs>
1: okay. Anyway, I'm not making this up, you know. It's not just Driver's Ed that the kids are getting uh, a, a bad uh, the training on. Mm. The Stanford Law School students who shouted down <sighs> uh, Judge Duncan last uh, week or so ago uh, don't want their names and photos published. In any news reports, they're claiming a right to privacy in a public space.
2: Well, ain't that too damn bad?
1: Well, uh, so one of the uh, people who's been publishing that stuff uh, Mm -hmm. tweeted where Stanford has failed to educate them uh, in the limits of privacy and the rights of a free pest, we will endeavor to fill the void with our continuing coverage of this ugly affair. You know, Mm -hmm. the tuition, by the way, at Stanford Law School is $22,308. Per uh, quarter. Per, per quarter, right? So it's just like over 66K a year. And uh, many of the students uh, do receive some sort of financial aid, mm. but the School of Hard Knocks always charges full fare. It mm-hmm. does. But you, uh, you offer training not quite so expensively, don't you, do you? Don't you I
2: offer, it? I indeed, um, I want to talk a little bit about the things that I do. Um, for those of you who aren't aware of it, um, and I don't know why you would be, um, I am known to teach intensive hands-on uh, sessions on grant writing. I also teach prospecting. Um, which is, by the way, the search for funding, um, and I'm really good at it. So the United Way here asked me to come and do a session for small nonprofits in our area. And um, I got, uh, this session, I got eight people. Um, I miscounted. I thought I, um, there were two young people who uh, were brand new and they were with their uh, seniors and didn't say a word. So <laughs> the poor dears didn't, I I kind of counted them as one person. Um, But anyway, um, I taught a session on grant writing to eight people for the Greater Valdosta United Way. And um, it was from 9.30 to noon. Um, I'm a little rusty. It's been three years since I taught an actual public course. And I'd forgotten a couple things, like you know, you know, you have to stand a little bit further back when you're writing on a whiteboard, uh, and otherwise you're, and you have to write slowly and large, otherwise your uh, sharpie goes squittering all over the board and it looks terrible. Um, and my vocal technique isn't what it was. I was tired when I finished, and I know that if I, uh, if I, if I've been doing my vocal exercises and I know how to speak. I don't get tired. I'm actually kind of energized at the end anyway, so I'll have to practice that. But I finished bang on time, six minutes over, which is not bad. Um, And all I can say is I think everybody learned something, and at least they laughed at the right places when I told a joke.
1: Well, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) One of the real problems is when they don't.
2: Oh, it's horrible when they, you know, if you say something and everybody starts laughing and you didn't mean for them to, you may be in trouble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Well, on the other hand, uh, I I would be in trouble if uh, I uh, didn't get paid. Uh uh, This is a for-profit operation uh, here at uh, at the podcast. I mean, so, by the way, the cat is having too much fun with the cable or something. I'm
2: sorry. He's just... What can I say? He is that way, and he wants to climb into my face and and kiss me. What can I say?
1: Well, I mean, some things are understandable, but... Meanwhile, if we can get Stacy's attention back, talk to us about the, the yellow button.
0: Yes. Uh, yes, folks. This is the time of the podcast where we indulge in shameless capitalism. And I tell you that if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice uh, near the uh, near the top. ...of the center column a yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click on the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account... ...where you can contribute dollars, euros, pesos, shekels. Any currency you have, PayPal will take, except Russian rubles for obvious reasons. But uh, uh, but if you will click the yellow button and donate to uh, my PayPal account... It will uh, help support the blog, help support this podcast, but most of all, of course, to keep my wife happy because she likes it when I make money off of this crazy racket. And keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend, John Hoag's blog, hogwash.com.
1: there is in the sidebar over there on the right, a tip jar icon. Click on it and be taken away to my PayPal account where you can make a donation to support Hogwash or to support uh, the podcast. Or you can support the blog by shopping at the Hogwash store. There's a link on the sidebar there. Or you can use the Amazon shopping links that you'll find at Hogwash and the other McCain and actually other places around the, the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Amazon has this program called the Amazon Affiliates Program, and bloggers who participate in it uh, put up links uh, to. Amazon's uh, items for sale, and when you click on the link and use it, you pay the same price, but uh, the blogger gets a cut of the action there, a small commission, which is a nice thing Amazon does to support blogging. Regardless of how you choose to support us, please remember the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Mm, Indeed. Meanwhile, Stacy, the answer, if you know what the right question is, is Mm -hmm. yes.
0: Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I wedged off of a headline from uh, uh, PJ Media's Matt Margolis, who, by the way, is a personal friend of mine. I slept oh. on his sofa. Um, but, anyways, uh, Matt Margolis had a story. Uh, Chris Rock asked Democrats, "Are you stupid for wanting to arrest Trump?" Now, I I guess <laughs> we've been um hooks for the better part of a week now uh, where Trump came out and predicted that he was going to be arrested in New York on Tuesday and, and Tuesday came and went and the grand jury continued its things. Uh, and so he hasn't been arrested yet, but uh, 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 Chris Rock was speaking at the Kennedy Center Honors in DC Uh, where the guests in attendance included uh, Nancy Pelosi and many Biden administration officials. And uh, he was, uh, it was Adam Sandler was the honoree. And Chris Rock uh, um, uh, spoke at the ceremony, said, are you guys really going to arrest Trump? Do you know that this is only going to make him more popular It's like arresting Tupac. He's just going (laughs) to sell more records. Are you stupid? And of course, as I say, the answer is yes. Uh, But then again, if the Democrats could elect Joe Biden as president, because 81 million votes, am I right? And install the brain damaged John Fetterman in the Senate, they don't fear any political consequences, no matter how extreme their behavior. Success in rigging elections, combined with the news media's willingness to act as Democratic operatives with bylines, means that Democrats never expect to face consequences for anything ever. And so we will see what results in this case.
1: Meanwhile, the uh, Are You Pondering What I'm Pondering, that went up at noon today, asked uh, I think so, Brain, but why is there only one senator in the psych ward?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's an excellent question.
0: <laughs> Betterman, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean I mean the idea he actually Crazy. sponsored a bill from the psych board. Yeah, Can you right. Think about that. Okay, he's in the psych ward. Okay, <laughs> on medication, I presume. But he—he he was one of the sponsors of, of this bill. I don't know how. Well, that in, a,
1: in any case, you have a you. I, I'm not sure about your headline on this thing because you, uh, the post you put up. Uh, I think was it. Uh, a couple of days ago, yeah. It best, was best headline ever because I I still impartial to headless body and topless bar. Topless this, bar, yeah, this, <laughs> that's a great this one. This is a, this is a pretty good headline, you got Yeah, here.
0: yeah. The Babylon Bee, uh of course, a satire site, but the headline is sure?
1: Democrats <laughs> bow to
0: arrest Democrats vow to arrest as many political opponents as it takes to defeat fascism. And and I I, I don't know. I don't know if Democrats have enough irony to get this because, I mean, it it has been obvious. I mean, going back to the Mueller investigation of Russia, 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 right? Okay. You remember all this. Uh, Mm. They're trying to criminalize opposition and the treatment of the J six rioters. Oh, you know it, it it's the same thing i mean uh we know people uh, who mm. have, have uh, been you know uh interrogated by the uh, witch hunt committee that Nancy mm-hmm. Pelosi picked up but um but this um you know Protesting against Democrats is an insurrection, and they will have the FBI shut down your social media account to prevent you from criticizing their agenda. With Merrick Garland as Attorney General, the FBI is using undercover agents to infiltrate the defense team of accused insurrection defendants. So not only will you get arrested if you protest against Democrats, but agents of the Department of Justice will violate your right to a fair trial to make sure that Joe Biden's enemies go to federal prison. That's what so crazy. our democracy means, right? Yeah, well, uh, uh,
1: yeah. when they say our democracy, I'm not sure I'm included in our. Yeah, I'm it, pretty it, sure I'm not. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. On the other Underwater hand... Underwater firearms.
1: Yeah, that's our uh-huh. bureaucracy as opposed to that. The uh, Look, Lauren uh, Boebert won the... Uh, entered, oh, uh, that watch. was... She won Twitter this week uh, with a tweet that said, Biden's ATF banning pistol braces is extremely dangerous and causing <laughs> millions of boating accidents nationwide. Yeah, yeah. The, right. the, the, the beautiful part about it is, is that... A bunch of uh, uh, of lefties jumped on. Uh, uh, didn't get what she meant, by of course they don't. Accident.
2: The tragic boating accident is um is I guess, a right wing meme. Well, it's <laughs> certainly a second amendment meme.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff Goldstein uh, <laughs> did this a while ago. Oh, the tragedy of my kayaking accident. Accident
2: yeah. and yeah. all of my fire.
0: And, you know, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm sorry <laughs> that I no longer have any guns because they're all at the bottom of the Colorado River.
1: Except for mm. the 22, I happened to leave at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, but it reminds me mm. that the, that whole thing reminds me about a story that a friend of mine um, uh, who's a former police officer uh, uh, he talked about this uh, apparently one Sunday afternoon <laughs> in the county where he was working uh, a deputy uh, wound up having a traffic stop go bad and went had to shoot the suspect and this the stop occurred on a causeway and so the guy you know, uh, shoots the suspect. The suspect falls back over the rail into the water, and he was, you know, he floated. So they uh, <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, uh, he he they got him out of the wa- the body out of the water fairly quickly, but they couldn't find his. I mean, his gun went straight to the bottom, right? Yeah. So uh, of course, not
2: being a plas- not being a Glock.
1: Well, even that they even a Glock will will, will will sink when you put it in water, but, but the thing the, the thing is, is that uh, they, um, so the, the usual suspects immediately started saying it was a bad shoot, that the guy really didn't have, a, you know, a gun and that sort of stuff. And it was a Saturday afternoon and everybody was, you know, going home. So it was, it wasn't until Monday that the divers got there to, to search the bottom and they found over a dozen handguns. Some of which actually, none of them had been in the water log, and some of them actually matched with the description of the Perks revolver.
0: Oh, oh God. I just got that, yes. Okay. It took me a while to get that
1: joke, by the way. Uh, uh, no, uh, apparently it's a true story.
2: It's actually the thing is, it's no surprise if you if you have committed a crime and you don't you've got a gun and you can pick up another one fairly easily. Throwing okay. the gun in a river seems like a pretty smart yes,
1: move. <laughs> but all those guns went in and over the the over over the weekend, the weekend. and so obviously every cop that drove by threw a throwdown piece. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know the the the. Uh, by the way, I am so grateful. I you know, I one of the great entertainments I watch is uh, uh, the body cam videos oh. from um, uh, officer involved shootings or critical incident reports. They call them because mm. because occasionally you see a bad shoot, but I mean, ninety nine <laughs> times out of a hundred, it's like man, you know how many times does the cop have to tell you to drop the knife? Okay. Mm-hmm. He's got his pistol out and he says, what, when a man is with a badge is pointing a pistol at you, the words coming out of his mouth are not suggestions. Stop. <gasps> Put your hands up. Get on the ground. Whatever he's to drop the knife. Okay. I'm sorry. That's yeah. a command. Yeah. And, and the idiots
2: good. who stand there with a gu- with a knife or a gun, um, not pointed at anything in particular, but saying, shoot me, my life is over. It's sort of like, and the cops are like talking, trying to talk this, these idiots down. I'm always like, at a certain point, aren't you just like, okay, fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, suicide by cop. I saw one of those this week. I
2: hate those. Those are ugly. Yeah. It's
0: Only- just yeah well crazy people are dangerous um, yeah well we're not (laughs) yeah got that right
1: we're not quite yet to there yet but we're 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 down to the folks that (laughs) don't know much about biology (laughs) now i'm so old Ah! i remember when npr actually did legitimate science reporting (laughs) but they had a tweet uh a few days ago the international governing body for track and field will ban trans women athletes from elite women's competitions, citing a priority for fairness over inclusion, despite yeah. limited scientific evidence, the <sighs> physical advantage.
0: Limited, limited scientific evidence. Okay. Uh-huh. I went off on this today.
2: <laughs> and because- I loved it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, because look, it just let's just take some simple things that anybody can google okay Mm -hmm. the average height of a of a man in the united states because heights vary by country but the Mm -hmm. average height of a man is five foot ten and the average woman is five foot five these are average differences okay they have a profound effect when considering the tail ends of the bell curve distributions A man who is only five foot five is at the eighth percentile, bottom 8% of the male distribution. In other words, 92% of men are taller than the Mm -hmm. average woman. A man who is six feet tall is at the 84th percentile of the male distribution, whereas a six foot tall woman is at the 99th percentile of the female distribution. So in a randomly selected group of 100 men, you'll find 16 guys who are six feet tall. To find 16 women who are six feet tall, you'll need to be choosing from a group of more than 1,500 women do you see the point? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Size matters. I'm sorry. Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. It matters.
1: And the guy who was winning all the swimming competitions was six foot two.
0: Right. right. Exactly. And, and it, 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 let's go on to the ginormous feet. The hundred meter sprint, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I used to cover track when I was a sports writer. <laughs> okay. The world record for men is 9.58 seconds set by Usain Bolt in 2009. The women's wow. world record of 10.45 seconds was set by Florence Griffin Joyner in 1988. Yay. Okay. I
2: watched that run. It was
1: insane. Yeah. The,
0: 35 years this record mm-hmm. has stood.
1: And when I was in high school, there were, um, there were boys who could beat her.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the women's record has stood for 35 years, which should suffice to suggest that it represents pretty much the maximum feasible speed by a female runner. Last year, and I look, I looked this up in the Southeastern Conference men's 100 meter finals. That's mm-hmm. college athletes, right? Mm-hmm. How many of the male finalists ran faster than Griffith Joyner's world record 10.45 seconds? The answer all of them. All all of them okay. Yep. Just any competitive male runner. Uh, can can run faster than the world's fastest woman. That's not yeah. even limited scientific evidence, they say. And
2: any any community 5K will show you, you'll have three to five men finish before the fastest woman.
0: Right, right, right. Well, I, and, and see, and this is... and But yet, feminists spent all this time... Oh, well, equality right yeah so, right attacking any um, I, I i'll never forget the vmi case mm. you know to have an all-male military school was just it's un you know the 14th amendment and <laughs> of course the 14th amendment says no such thing mm. okay the 14th amendment was uh, concerning the rights of freedmen um but, uh, anyways, but it, it, the idea that the Fourteenth Amendment can be used to gobble up the entirety of the rest of the Constitution. Well, uh, but
1: but but but, but Stacy, I'm sure NPR wouldn't be repre- misrepresenting. <laughs> Surely the uh, the science is settled,
0: uh. Uh,
1: just like it is on COVID. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh. Right.
0: Right. Okay. Oh boy. Anyway. Yes, <laughs> I, oh, boy. I, I, I,
1: I had, I, I had a, a, a brief post about a, a tweet about uh, a woman who is a little bit over the top on her... <laughs> a little, bit a little over, over the top, top?
0: and Stacy ran with it. <laughs> yeah, I oh had, Lord, this woman, and and I put a picture. I, I called this the COVID nineteen fetish community. This uh. woman posted a, a selfie of herself. Wearing what? <laughs> well, she looks. She's like got she's... an
2: air purifier around her neck.
0: Right, right, right. And and you've never seen anything so crazy looking in your life. Okay, I mean, she looks like she's auditioning for some sort of science fiction horror movie. Well, and, and but look at her eyes. Yes, yes, yes.
2: And you she's... can see the white all around the iris. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah, John Hogue blogged about this person with the headline, I'm not making this up, you know. But at first, I didn't believe it. Surely I thought this must be some kind of satire, a 4chan (laughs) troll, a parody of extreme COVID-19 paranoia. But then I checked her Twitter timeline and discovered that, A, not only is she real, but B, she's part of a hot online hive of thousands of viral panic mongers, okay? Oh. And you go over and you read her thread and what they're doing, it's its a lot like what I call the atrocity narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the idea that, that uh, um, uh, some problem is just completely out of control based on the media coverage of a handful of, of statistically rare events. For instance, cops shooting people. Okay. Mm. Cops don't shoot that many people. Not really. If you look at the total annual homicide numbers, okay. Cops shooting people is a tiny fraction of that. And most of the people they shoot are guilty. You're
1: something mm. on the order of, uh, four or five times more likely to be shot by a non-police officer mm-hmm. acting in self, a legitimate self-defense, and you're to be shot by a cop.
0: Right, right. Well, yeah. anyways, and so, but, but this atrocity narrative, this idea of taking examples of something that's statistically, well, that's what they're doing uh, with COVID because because mm-hmm. okay, they talk about long COVID, okay, or mm-hmm. they talk about COVID death. They, in other words, yes, in a. You know, the number of people suffering from quote-unquote long COVID mm-hmm. is a statistical fraction, okay? Mm-hmm. The people who died from COVID, okay, millions, right? We had, mm-hmm. what, 3 million people die?
1: I, I don't know. I was completely asymptomatic when I tested positive. For yeah.
0: You, so mm-hmm. yeah. Ask me. Anyways, and, but most of us have, have just gotten over this, okay? We're, we're tired of this we're Boy, i didn't even we. i didn't even get it until after my booster
2: wait i don't three- think i've had it uh, maybe i have i don't
0: know yeah yeah. i don't know if i had it or not but the point is we're three years into this damn thing mm-hmm. and we're tired of it okay wait you know okay if somehow the bug gets me okay well you know <laughs> you pays your money and you take your, chance. your
1: chances well, you know i'm you know, I'm 75 years old. I got something according to the actual aerial tables, something between a four and five percent chance of dying this year, just based on statistics. So yeah, uh, you know. But the thing is, is that uh, this, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, and I would we would not, be very upset
2: if that happened.
1: Well, yes, but the the thing is, is that I I didn't get COVID until after I got the booster, and I took mm-hmm. the booster because it was I couldn't work on a federal installation without it. And now the uh, appeals court has struck down the requirement for. Uh, the vaccinations so it's 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 it's, you know it's it's nonsensical
0: but but these people form online hives it's hypochondriacs okay and i can't stand a hypochondriac i i uh, the last time i was really sick okay was in 2011 where i came down with a cold and couldn't shake it and had to go to the emergency room with bronchitis. It was so bad. Mm. Okay, that's how I am about uh, you know. I'll shake it off. I, I, I you know uh-huh. okay. I am not someone. I don't want to hear about your symptoms. I don't want to mm. hear about your medications. I don't right. want to hear about your problems. I when mm. these ads come on TV, right? <laughs> I don't want to hear about your prostate, your in your kidneys. <laughs> Your rectum, I don't want to hear none of that. If you're constipated or whatever, keep it off my TV. Erectile dysfunction. Don't tell me about your erectile dysfunction. I don't want to hear about it. Thank you. you have
2: six kids. You really well, don't want to hear.
0: That. Yeah. Look, but
1: the the, the, the but the whole seri- silly thing with, about the uh, COVID for me, I've only had two things that uh, happened to me since uh, twenty twenty that required any kind of medical intervention. One uh-huh. is I have tennis elbow right now, which oh. obviously had nothing to do with. That. <laughs> <laughs> and, and i haven't played tennis for 60 over 60 years but the only thing during the, the entire covid snafu that uh, was a medical problem for me was a severe sinus infection caused by having to wear a mask
2: a mask yeah
1: yeah, Look, but, that, yeah but, but it's the
2: air purifier around her neck that just kills me every time i, 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 like, I, I, I stop I looking way, at this I,
1: picture I, I love the way <laughs> stacy closed the thing what is to be done about the COVID nineteen fetishists like this lunatic woman with her science fiction movie <laughs> protective gear? Mockery, yes, but other than that, we need to keep a watchful eye on these people for the simple reason that they're crazy. And as, and you, as know, you know, crazy people, crazy people are, are
0: dangerous. dangerous. And now we have reached the part of the program where we talk about a, a very sad case of craziness. Uh, mm. this involves an actual mental disorder known as Munchausen by proxy. Okay. Mm. And the person it involves, uh, the victim of Munchausen mm. by proxy in this case is the person known as Jazz Jennings. If you Poor have kid. followed this case, um, Jazz Jennings mother, mm. the perpetrator of this uh, thing, uh, Jeanette Jennings, and that's not actually their their last name. You can look it up. And I don't
2: need their last yeah, name.
0: Yeah, but, the, but uh, uh, Megan Fox at PJ Media had a post about this, and mm-hmm. um, and Stephen Green linked it, and he said, you don't want to know the details. Okay, so I clicked, mm-hmm. and I'm of like... Of course you did. Ah, Okay, I don't need <laughs> to hear this, but, but basically when... Uh, Jazz Jennings was, you know, 10, 11, 12, I mean, at a very early age, uh, was subjected to uh, hormone treatments that include what are known as uh, puberty blockers. And these have certain effects, okay? And I'm not going to get into it. But when they tried to do the um, surgery at age 17 things didn't go very well i'll just put it to you that way uh uh and and so uh jazz is is now a a um a an emotional basket case is the best way to do it and um isabella Maria DeLuca posted a video clip from the... And by the way, this has all been on TV, right? This For, has been, since the kid was 14. Right, since since Jazz was 14. Um, and, and this has been turned into an entertainment by the TLC network. And uh, so Jazz Jennings um, said in a conversation with her mother I just want to feel like myself all I want to is to be happy and feel like me and I don't feel like me ever so crazy people are dangerous Jeanette Jennings needs to be put into an institution I don't care whether it's a mental hospital or a prison uh, what she's done is, is, is a shame and a crime and she yes. watches, you know, to ought to um, never be forgiven for what she's done, but I guess there's a mill, a shortage of millstones in Broward County, Florida.
2: It's a sandbar. Anyway, what can we say? Yes.
0: Well, anyways. Meanwhile, I hear the boogie woogie in the background that tells me that we are nearing the end of our podcast. So we will be back here next Saturday, seven p.m. Eastern, the usual time. We'll see you, Diana.
2: We will indeed. Good
1: see you then, Diana. Good night, stacy Good night, Diana. Good night. Good night.
0: Well, now me the I keep
1: going well, I keep
0: going I ain't got I don't care. Ain't Mr. Breeze <laughs>